0: Was everyone to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, sit with my co-host, Morgan Heisler, what up? And we talk about the terrible movies that we love, and this week, I don't have the doc pulled up, I can pull it up, we are talking about Eagle Eye, <laughs> who released 2008, holds a 43 Metacritic score, directed by DJ Caruso, who directed the terrible adaptation of Iron Number no. 4, which I'm still angry about, because I fucking <laughs> love those books, and I just fucking messed that movie up so badly. He also directed Disturbia, which is cool.
1: Okay, but just, okay. First of all, out of the two, disturb your rules. Now, the movie for I am number four. Uh, let's talk. Let's make this a podcast about that because I never read the book. I had I had a girlfriend in high school who her mother was a librarian. So like, want you brag sh- a little bit? I got a girlfriend in high school. Whoa, good for you. <laughs> well, trust me, it was it was not a good experience overall. <laughs> fair, um, fair. But uh, so yeah, her mom was a her mom was a librarian and. So it was just, they they read all the time and it like it kind of became like mine or her thing to like swap books and stuff and she wanted me to read I am number four so bad in like that entire series and I never absolutely ever read them and so whenever we whenever the movie came out I remember her liking I am number four the movie and I just like
0: I remember sitting in the theater and like man this is the dumbest shit bro it's ever. so YA novel shitty but the books aren't bad the books are actually pretty decent they're a little thorastous okay. sometimes like the lore and stuff. Like I mean, the author's what, young ad- pseudonym is Lily Pittacus Lore. I'm sorry. Yeah, the pseudonym the author uses it to be like it's bad. I don't like
1: that. I don't like that. I mean, to be fair, like I don't know any young adult novels. Um, in like, oh, I guess that that area, like that era, like what is it? Oh, like 2010 to yeah, like 20- oh,
0: 2010 ish. So like, yeah. divergent yeah, just know. come out. I think there's like and, a handful of good ones. I mean, yeah, Percy Jackson okay. being that, yeah, Percy Jackson fucks the Hunger Games fucks twilight low-key fucks not gonna lie okay i said uh, it put some respect on maze runner because that was kind of cool Oh, Maze runners the fucking shit yeah maze Dude. runner was kind of rad shout then out those, to maze then runner. Those movies those movies are ass
1: uh the first movie was fine and then it just got worse
0: I <laughs> and think. then it got real bad that scorched trails <laughs> trials movie per, yeah per the books but we're not talking about maze runner we're talking about eagle eye and oh boy uh, this movie <laughs> zach what's your history with eagle eye So I think I rented it from Netflix like DVD when I was like eight. So it came out oh eight. So I've been I've been nine I think when it came out to DVD and I did not know what was going on. I was so confused. Uh huh. I didn't know what espionage was. I didn't know what terrorism was. I I probably did actually. I don't don't think I ever knew what espionage was until I graduated high school. Straight. I didn't know what the NSA was. I didn't know who Shia LaBeouf was. That's also a lie. I watched *Disturbia*. But yeah, man, it's a bonkers movie for a young kid to watch. (laughs) Uh, I'll say, uh, bonkers for a grown ass man to watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, watching it yesterday, uh, yeah, bonkers is the right word for sure. Um, I think, like, okay, so I don't know anybody, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I guess anybody who knew me growing up or knew my dad growing up knows that my dad, (laughs) I'm gonna call him out right now, Shia LaBeouf. Yes, no, so my dad, he. Okay, so basically, he rigged his satellite. We got free pay per view all the time. Ah, uh, yeah, um, titties. Yeah, hell, no. Well, mm. I don't remember. Okay, look, <laughs> if we're being perfectly honest here, I don't remember watching. Uh, I don't remember watching anything scandalous on pay per view unless it was like Jackass or something like that. Oh yeah, that, Steve-O's dick everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just Chris <Crispontius's> dick <laughs> just swinging. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I remember watching uh Disturbia eagle eye transformers like all of these movies um all these shia labeouf fucking movies watch them all for free and i remember liking eagle eye as a kid and i guess you know brief thoughts you know before we get into it uh on the surface this movie is like fun to watch but i have a handful of problems with this movie uh
0: this is alex jones the movie (laughs)
1: yeah for (laughs) sure but also like uh, i guess we i guess we dive a little deeper into it it's also like eagle eye does a good job at least predicting the trajectory of which like of Mm -hmm. where things go given it's not like an original idea like oh no no like this movie is not an original idea it's just the perfect well i won't say perfect it's like the uh it's the just the pinnacle of uh the 2000s or the aughts some would say uh, obsession with like iraq
0: yeah and the opening scene of this movie is so stereotypical early uh, eight, like or early 2000s like yeah middle eastern terror scare like it is like, it's
1: like we could have done <laughs> th- we could have gone completely like that was so not yes, necessary it
0: was so unnecessary because it's for one line later on in the movie
1: yeah it's like oh you mean like <laughs> you mean we got the wrong guy <laughs> like Yes, you got the wrong guy. Just like that was most of that was most of that war. <laughs> we was getting the wrong guy over and over until we got the right one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Like Eagle Eye tries to do like the weird like uh political commentary that just falls apart, but it's still it's still rooted in like that weird like obsession with uh with the like the Iraq War in the two thousands and mm-hmm. like the glorification of that. And really, they only use that to motivate the AI, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like, I don't know. It falls apart in that department. But as far as like, look, if you put Shia LaBeouf in something, I'll watch it. Oh, like, yeah. for sure. I, I, I love Shia LaBeouf. And I think I think he does a great job of this movie.
0: You're talking about how this is, like, early, like, the mid-2000s, like, NSA pe- people scared of yeah. people listening to them. One of the trivia I read on IMDb that interested in me was, like, Shia LaBeouf that during filming, an FBI agent told him in the cast that one in every five phone calls someone makes is recorded. To prove this, the agent hadn't listened to a phone call he made two years prior to filming. Oh, that's,
1: <laughs> that's wild. That's crazy. That's wild, and I hate all of that. <laughs> yeah. I hate that so much. Now, look, now, look. This is not related to the FBI, but look man, whenever I was switching over my Google account to my iPhone last year and realized because I had a Pixel 2 for about 2 years. And oh man, whenever I realized that uh like look, we all know Google fault like tracks like everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. But if you if you have a Google account linked to your phone right now, straight up you can and you have it linked to your Chrome browser, you can see where you drove or where you went as long as your phone was with you every single destination for the past like dude for the past like two or three years i remember like looking dude i'm not kidding at least like for as long for as far back as you have that turned on you can absolutely see it i remember seeing like um i went to go look up a a number for a chinese restaurant that's like not even far from my place i hadn't gone there in like two years and I was like, oh, when was the last time I was there? And I was thinking about it. And so I looked up, I looked up the address and in Google, it told me, it's like, you were last here, December of 2018. And I was like, you're, and they had the exact date. What it was the, the gnarliest. And like, we all know that that's real, but that's like the, that was the first time that I was like, holy shit. Like that is like terrifying. Yeah. Cause you cause don't see it. God, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. ahead. Yeah.
0: No, it's, it's, just, it's just like yeah. this movie's like we should be scared of AI as I have an AI in my mm. corner of my room right now, at least for a speaker all the time. It so controls Google. my lights. It's like it's very pro like America freedom from the government mm-hmm. while also being like it can help sometimes. It can make the bad yeah. men stop chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah, the whole the whole
1: movie, you don't even realize that. or well, I guess, you know, something's up, right? Yeah. I mean, you kind of know something's up, um, but uh, it's just it feels so weak by the end of it that it's just like, oh yeah, it was just a fucking robot the whole time. The robot went haywire. <laughs> the robot used his big arm to knock Falcon on the ground. Yes, like, like the robot went haywire. But in reality, we all know that like all of these things that were like being done. If this, say if this happened like in uh in actual in real life all of these things would have been like methodically like processed by a human being and by a group of people also known as the U S government.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah. I like how they make the AI scary by having the big ball arm looking like 2001 space odyssey God. chasing Anthony Mackie and um, Melissa, Mo- uh, Michelle Monaghan around the room. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to find you. It's like the, it
1: turns into alien for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And the only, was it the only, um, I was like, oh, yeah, it just it transmits data through infrared signals. And I was like, OK, fucking cool.
0: All you got to <laughs> like, do is hide behind this brick wall and it can't see you.
1: Yeah, but it can hear you and all of a sudden, like and it can man, it can pick up vibrations off of your oh, mug that was and make it so out. cool. Honestly, that was pretty cool. <laughs> that like, was badass. No cap. That was pretty cool. But whenever it, that happened, I was like, OK, like I just you in a movie that is like so grounded in like what could possibly happen, because I mean, to be fair, like I mean, we all played Watch Dogs, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I watched
0: those dogs.
1: <laughs> oh, we saw those dogs. I, you could, I mean, all of that's, like, I, that's very plausible. Like, being able to control red lights and, like, things like that. Like, I don't think Watch Dogs is necessarily like, true to life, but, I mean, these are all things that are plausible, you know? And so, I think Eagle Eye could have led into, like, maybe the horror side of that? Because mm-hmm. they don't, they don't really. It's just like, oh yeah here's these two these two people that are scared the whole fucking time and confused about what they're doing
0: yeah i think like the most the scariest bit of it is the fact that the aria do you know who voiced aria it's in the doc i don't know if you saw it or not
1: oh uh, yeah it's julianne, julianne Moore.
0: Moore. <laughs> julianne Moore is uncredited as voicing aria hey, she kills as it the ai though. yeah it and, kills like, it she though. has she has more lines moving, i think than michelle monaghan does <laughs> oh poor michelle monaghan yeah she really gets put to the wayside in this movie i think and i think it's, she does a good job whenever yeah. she gets a chance yeah that's the thing is like it's a lot of shia labeouf going what huh yep optimus i oh, watched the wrong movie whoops watch, <laughs>
1: Trace, to an <laughs> <Bumblebee>! <laughs> yeah no i i shout out okay for one shout out arkansas represent shout out to my boy billy bob thornton hells yeah great teeth in this movie oh excellent uh, teeth excellent teeth uh, way way more of a smart ass than I think he needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that so, I think the director was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Bad Santa. I watched Bad News Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> in here to be a sarcastic FBI, FBI agent. Like, I, watched I don't Sling know. Blade. Yeah, right. And like, I oh boy, <laughs> what a what a move that was. Given I I love Billy Bob Thornton. I could watch him in anything too. But it's just. I don't know. That was a, that was a choice.
0: His character turn is very quick. He's yeah, like, "I'm what gonna the kill hell? this man." To, "I'm gonna die for you in a drone strike in a tunnel," <laughs> like immediately, within it's, thirty, like within real world time, within like t- t- five minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's fast. It's like, yeah, he walks in the room and he's like, "I'm gonna need to see him," and he pulls him out. And he goes all right, we're getting out of here. Like, What the hell? He's like, if he's like, he's like, if you don't shut
1: up, he's like, I'll turn us both in. And I was like, like,
0: okay, what? what? Okay. Uh. I think when movie really gets out of hand is the fact that Arya is able to scramble a drone. Yeah. To attack Billy Bob and Shia. Yeah, she's
1: just like straight up uh, can control a Reaper as if like, as if the US government, I mean, look, I'm they make a lot of dumb decisions. I'm just saying. Mm hmm. As if, like, as if anybody with a brain would put an AI on the same network as, you know what I mean? Like, as something mm-hmm. that dangerous. I, yeah, like,
0: I, oh boy. I find movies made in a time where we thought AI would control the world instead of just turning our lights on and off. Yeah, exactly. This is very I mean, early yeah. 2000s AI compared to modern day AI where it's like, hey, yeah. blank, turn on my lights. I don't want to say because I'll turn my lights off but (laughs) but yeah it just seems it's very a product of its time i think looking at it it now it's very uh archaic
1: yo yeah it's very uh i would say it has a lot in common with terminator as Mm -hmm. far as like the way that it views the future and at least the way that it views like the near future um because uh, i mean it's the same idea right like a robot a robot is like uh determined to um determined to fix a problem and then things go wrong and all this, all of this shit. And also another thing that I have problem with when they're in the room and Anthony Mackie and um, Anthony Mackie is giving like the rundown to Rosario Dawson's character. And he's Rosario just like, Dawson. Oh yeah, I
0: forgot she was in this movie.
1: Oh yeah. Shout out to Rosario Dawson. Yeah, shout out um, to Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Do, who does a great job. Love. I, I, I can also watch her in anything. She's a fantastic. Um, so, he's like explaining Aria and then he's just like yeah it's in beta I'm like you fucking mean (laughs) like you mean (laughs) this giant piece of hardware that is interconnected to the entire like into the entire country you put that's in beta this AI you can't control that you can't override is in beta got fucking Marvel's
0: Avengers out here controlling the earth
1: (laughs) what was that I just I was so like I was so dumbfounded whatever that was the word choice that they used. I'm like man you guys did not know what the word beta meant at all <laughs> like
0: we gave God. this AI the decision to eliminate every person in the chain of command the US government yeah but it's in beta it
1: was like it was like we need like Ari is like we need to eliminate the executive branch and part of me was like hell yeah and, then, <laughs> and then this is like and then she's like fucking like exploding people with like highline wires and shit and it's just like
0: that dude disappears
1: the dude fucking gets vaporized like the fucking set of seven and he disappears oh my god like and honestly that is like that is such a horrific thing that I don't know how you how did Shia LaBeouf and Michelle Monaghan not have the worst PTSD (laughs) by the end of like the these people needed to be hospitalized yeah for a, a while after this movie
0: fucking Shia LaBeouf had to go through having very a lot of terrorist activity in his apartment which like is kind of overkill yeah. i think you put just one of those guns in there he'll get arrested yeah. by homeland security but they put like everything in there everything they they even
1: labeled the fucking bottles as poison <laughs> which was like in case Corusive you didn't they like what a fucking like as if as if the US government or like anyone who was like trying to like transport uh, you know like transport chemical like very deadly chemicals or anything like that would just label something as just poison <laughs> will kill as, you oh my god like just to be clear this will kill you and so will that crystal that's like a like a sperm like size like that motherfucker <laughs> that's going to take out the white house for
0: sure you know what movie this shares a plot with Oh, God. What? Get smart. No, no. With Steve Carell, because both of them end in the same way with someone trying to blow up a bomb by playing music. Oh, my God. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that a lot. But this one had the late great Cameron Boyce in it, so it's okay. Because. Oh, I my God. How that's his he's name. So young. He is so young in this movie. And it's a that's shame that name. he was gone when he left. Man, yeah. He was a great actor, even though he was in Disney stuff. Like. That yeah. kid that kid was cool.
1: Yeah, I think I think that Cameron Boyce would have probably gotten the close to, mm, I'll say it, whatever. I think Cameron Boyce probably would have gotten the closest to like zach Efron's level of like notoriety. Mm-hmm. I
0: think at the very least, Shia LaBeouf minus the breakdown.
1: Yeah, probably so. Yeah, and I think like given Shia is making a lot of interesting decisions now, like yeah, if if anybody's listening has not seen Honey Boy. Hmm. I like that. Is like okay. Now this is a podcast about Shia LaBeouf. Peanut if Butter you, Falcons, great. I need. to I need to watch Peanut Butter Falcon as well. It's um, on Hulu. Which both of those came out last year. Yeah. And like within months of each other. Honey Boy, I think is like Honey Boy is so good, and it's just it does such a good job, like kind of helping you understand that Shia LaBeouf legitimately does have PTSD from his childhood. Mm-hmm. And man, like what a heartbreaking movie! Like that is. That was like the thing that I was like, man, if I ever saw Shia LaBeouf on the street, like I would legit just like want to like pay for his food. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, like what a, what a life Shia had. And honestly, I think like, I think, you know, at least 2007 to 2011, I think, I think all his performances were strong. I just hate that he got so tied up in the big budget blockbusters. Probably, I mean, it probably set him for life. Oh, 100%. It, yeah. Had to have. But I'm really glad that, you know, he's slowing it down now and doing like doing stuff like Fury and, you know, Honey Boy got to direct his own movie. And, you know, I'm I'm so happy Shia LaBeouf is like doing the things that he wants to do now and is legitimately a good person and means well. He didn't but, direct Honey Boy, did he? No, he
0: wrote it, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think I he wrote it. it. Yeah. Oh man, But tra- he was in the Transformers movies like that makes you so much money alone. Like, oh, yeah. Set like set for multiple lives, yeah. Yeah, shout out to uh, Disturbia, shout yeah. Out to all th-
1: Lawless, also a good one. I feel
0: like it's I not should been watched a lot.
1: I, sh- I should see Lawless for sure because yeah, I, I adore Disturbia. I think Disturbia might be Tom my Hardy. favorite shiloh <laughs> buff.
0: I said Ed Hardy.
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, hey, product of 2008, though. <laughs> Ed Hardy, dude. Shout out to Ed Hardy and those $80 oh shirts, god. god. Now throw talk about
0: up. the movie a little more. The yeah, chase yeah, yeah. scenes in this movie are not good. Uh, like the no. scene in the beginning when they're driving the Porsche or is it the Porsche Cayenne, right? I f- she goes to don't steer. ask me what car that was. I feel like, cause it's like a they make a point of being like oh, okay. around the corner on the northeast side is a Porsche. Oh, to say it was a Porsche Cayenne, but I can't remember. Yeah, like the um, that was the I will say.
1: As far as chase scenes go, the one that gave me the most, like the one that made me like you know tighten up the most, was definitely the junkyard. Um, oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, the junkyard section was very cool, very Watch Dogs like, um, and it didn't. This movie is paced, I think, fairly well.
0: Yeah, it's, I think the, I think the bit from when the guy gets exploded to the end. Yeah, like from there to where they get into the Pentagon is a little slow. It slows down quite a bit from the very yeah. fast first half and the very fast ending. Yeah, but I think it's paced pretty well. Like it doesn't slow down so much. It's not like uh, uh you know, a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood slow down, but it's right. I see, and I think I think it does a good
1: job at least of um as far as like setup goes because it's all of its so all of its exposition happens in the back half, but it does a decent enough job just kind of giving you context as it goes through. But the last thirty minutes of that movie is just like. No, no, no. Here's like why, like, because once, mm-hmm. once he sees Arya, you have kind of, kind of, you've kind of put it together, but you don't understand like what happened with uh, his brother, and the movie kind of does the info dump for you in an interesting way. Um, well, it's not that it does it any differently. It just does it, I think, well enough, and because given this movie's not good at like any particular thing other no. than like it's just. Other than like in two thousand eight, of course, this sold millions, of, like sold like you know like sold millions of tickets at the box office,
0: the highest know. grossing film of its month, beating out uh oh, it's like the highest grossing film of all time in the month it came out, beating out Sweet Home Alabama. That's nuts. Well, I mean Sweet Home, Sweet Home Alabama. Alabama is a treasure. Sweet Home Alabama is
1: a treasure, but I don't think like I don't think everybody was trying to run to the theater to see Sweet Home Alabama. The first now,
0: film released in September since Sweet Home Alabama to gross over a hundred million dollars. And that's,
1: and that's awesome. Like, I'm glad the movie made its money back, um, cause I, I really love, like I said, I really love like most of this cast, but
0: oh boy, it's not a very good one. No, it's really not. Like I, I have seen it quite a few times in my life and I don't remember a lot of it every time. Yeah. I, there like, is one scene I always remember. Sorry. I, there's one no, scene I always good. remember. The scene where they go into the circuit city or whatever it is to watch the movie <laughs> in the theater room. <laughs> Like is is isn't it so wild
1: that Circuit City is a is a such a meme now? And it's it's weird to think that like this movie came out twelve years ago. First of all, Zach, do you did you ever go to a circuit city? Oh I'm I had to like maybe like okay. in St.
0: Louis when I was younger.
1: Okay, because like back in like <laughs> back in my day, or at least like back whenever <laughs> I was uh I was getting like CDs of stuff with my stepbrother at the time. We would we would go to either the only place we could get these CDs were like from because we listened to a lot of like metal and like or like new metal uh, Mm -hmm. early two thousands new metal we were trying to get like yeah we're yeah we were (laughs) trying we were trying to get like we were trying to get like Lincoln Park albums you know Drowning Pool Uh, records all that stuff so we would always bounce between Circuit City and Best Buy and so. I kind of have a a recollection of Circuit City, but it's such a meme now. So whenever that happens and she mentions the Circuit City, it's definitely not meant to have this effect. But I laughed out loud as soon as she said (laughs) Circuit City. And I was like, damn, like that's not like that kind of that kind of changes the like the way I see this movie a little bit.
0: (laughs) It's I don't know, like it's just such a dumb thing. It's so weird. Like, if you'd asked me about this movie a month ago before we did the show, mm-hmm. the one scene I could tell you from memory is the scene inside the Circus City, and I don't know why. Honestly, i I probably would have told. If you would have asked me, I probably
1: would have told you, "Man, they run a lot or something." Yeah, because they, they run a run lot.
0: Quite a bit. They hold a shotgun really oddly, also.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> Billy they rob Bob. The- <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob Thornton makes a point of like.
0: <laughs> making... Like this? <laughs> Does it hold it like this,
1: son? And then he <laughs> just fucking points the gun at the guard again, as if the guard wasn't scared for his fucking life an hour ahead, like an hour ago. Like, Jesus, dude. Oh man, this
0: movie, this movie, man, it's something else. i mean be yeah.
1: not because I'm tired of the movie, just because I'm tired in general. But like, man, and it's and it's two hours now. The question is, does it feel like two hours? I don't know. It felt like a while. <laughs> yeah, I like I started watching long it. In the tooth. I, so I like, I put this, I put it off because I just have a bad habit of doing that in general. And given, like I said, I enjoyed watching this movie, but I put it off. I, I turned it on at like midnight last night and I was like, yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch Eagle Eye and then I'll go to bed. And then it was two o'clock. And <laughs> I think, I think the nicest thing I can say about at least the runtime is by the time, by the time I, we got to the last 30 minutes um, which is definitely the, I guess the back half of the third act Yeah. by the time we got there, I could feel it, you know, watching the movie, I could feel like, okay, this is going to wrap up soon, but I was still kind of stoked that there was a little bit left to go because there was still a lot to talk about. And, but I will say this
0: movie ends so abruptly. Oh God. It's just like. It I was Rock jarring. Band. Would you like Rock Band? Do you like playing Rock Band? You like Rock Band son? <laughs> like, Ah, oh, he brought me Rock Band. God, are you really Oh man, how
1: ironic is it that uh a person named Cam received Rock Band for their birthday. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's a joke for like four people. Um oh, man. Yeah, I uh the movie, because the movie just, like, he kiss, they kiss, right? Or she kisses him on the cheek, and something is said, and then the movie just, like, cuts. and There's, then it's, like, like,
0: zero credits. sparks also. That is, like, the Why friendliest the... cheek kiss.
1: <laughs> now, I'm totally, I to, I'm totally aware of, like, the, the psyche behind, like, shared trauma and everything, because there's no way you go through something like that and then just, you know, cut ties with that person. Uh-huh. Um, and so it makes sense for him to show up at, you know, at the kid's birthday party. But whenever he gets there and she kisses him, I'm just like, why was this in the movie? There was no, there was no hint that there was any like, uh, attraction at all. They, there was no reason for them to be attracted to each other at all. Like, I don't know. This movie did not need that one
0: little thing. It's just like, oh, by the way, the moment you've been all waiting for, a straight kiss. (laughs) You you know what? You know what that kiss reminded me of? What? The uh, motion picture that came out last year, uh, Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Oh. That had some Ben and Ray energy to it, big time. Okay. You know what's funny?
1: I still have not seen Rise of Skywalker.
0: Uh, Well, there's a kiss and it sucks.
1: (laughs) I Well, like...
0: (laughs) It's so unneeded.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I know the kiss, but I have not seen Rise of Skywalker, and I would say that I'm a I'm a fairly no, I wouldn't say I'm a big Star Wars fan. I just have the box set.
0: Um, but watch it just for Babu Freak. Now, the best character in the entire movie.
1: I can't promise you anything, Zach, but I <laughs> I think eventually I will watch Rise of Skywalker because I've gotta I've gotta at least have some closure. But uh, all the all the Star Wars fans kind of suck, so I just I don't feel like I <laughs> God do isn't that right.
0: Is that why it took me six months to watch all of Clone Wars? It sure is.
1: Oh, no. Ah, God, no. But
0: But the ending was great. (laughs)
1: One thing about, back to Eagle Eye, one thing about the Sons... Oh, yeah, let
0: me talk about the movie also. Hey, let's
1: talk about this movie. Okay. Now, everybody listening at home, uh, at work, in your car, with your children. How's it going? I hope you're doing okay. Now, this movie... Now this movie is about saving America, and this movie has a lot to do with the U.S. military. It has a lot to do with like, um, I mean, I mean, uh, Shia LaBeouf's brother is is literally a soldier. Um, He's literally Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> now, now, Zach, can you tell me? Um, can you tell me the name of uh, Michelle Monaghan's son in this movie? The name of Cameron Boyce himself.
0: No, I cannot. But I look. I
1: think it's not Sam. It's not. Sam. It's it's absolutely Sam. Um, Is it Sam? <laughs> it's one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent Sam. Um, and this, Sam? <laughs> it's Sam. It's one hundred percent Sam, and the entire plot of the movie builds up to a moment where Shia LaBeouf saves a child named Sam in the White House. <laughs> And the President of the United States. Now, Uncle Sam. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this movie is like, it just, it's the the ending of this movie is so fucking on the nose. <laughs> he fucking fires <laughs> a gun dude the State
0: of Union and doesn't get shot in the forehead.
1: But, yes, and it's just like, <laughs> you, like, okay. I, and then completely gets, um, a, what's the, is the right word exonerated? I guess whatever fucking if you're a lawyer fucking tweet tweeted me and let me know if that's the right word he he gets like he basically gets acquitted of everything and he's a fucking war hero and all this shit because he he has an arm in a sling and he looks at his dad and smiles or whatever and this like but no the movie like builds up to this moment where it's just like oh yeah just in case you didn't know this guy just saved America (laughs) And it's the fucking most on-the-nose bullshit ever. I never thought that I would roast Eagle Eye in my life. I never thought (laughs) that I would ever watch this
0: movie again. But, like, it's just so on-the-nose that it's painful. You know what's pretty great is that this is now two movies that Shia LaBeouf's got in the Medal of Honor. No way. He also got it in Transformers 2, Revenge of the Fallen. Of course he did. Because he says, I got this from POTUS. POTUS and I are cool.
1: You know, I, so, before, okay, before I think the 2016 election, I never really, I never really heard the term POTUS before, and, for one, it's a stupid fucking term. Uh, it sounds <laughs> dumb. We could think of anything else, America. Um, And, whenever I heard, what is it, POTUS, what is, what is the code word in this movie? It's like POTUS oh. tree, or-
0: try I remember yeah but it's
1: like the roman numeral for three uh, according to the subtitles but anyway i remember seeing that and i was like oh wow i guess like i guess potus like that's not like a buzzword that like just happened that's just a thing that's been around for a long time that for like whatever
0: 17 you know eighties
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just like, I don't know, man. It's like everything gets popularized online, and I mean, it makes a lot of sense that we see, I guess, the phrase POTUS now, because it's an acronym, but yeah, I, mm, mm, man, fucking, I'm so glad the, end of this, the ending of this movie is so on the nose, because we never would have fucking figured it out.
0: Yeah, kind of on the ending of the movie, as we wrap it up. Uh, yeah. There's no way he should be alive. 1,000% Secret Service no. does not miss. <laughs> no, 1,000% not. No. That should have been straight to the heart of the forehead.
1: <laughs> yeah, was, like, well, I mean, he was he. Well, he got shot
0: three times, right? Yeah, oh, no. at least three shots taken, given body shot or someone in the background got hit. No, yeah, like there were three like body shots on this motherfucker before he poor hit the fucking ground. cello player from that school was laid in the back with a yeah. leg wound. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> The actual kids on set bleeding, like oh shit, and like Shia LaBeouf is like too like too busy method acting to apologize. He's like,
0: (laughs) Shia's on the ground going, "I've
1: been shot." Like Shia, no, you haven't. They're squibs. Get up. No, the kid over there, he really got shot. God. (laughs) Oh, Oh, also, also another thing I'd like to point out that I noticed in the movie. This might be now. This might be the closest that this movie reaches to parody, um, because now. When they are playing the National Anthem in the White House, uh-huh. um, think back. Use your mind's eye. Let's all close our eyes and imagine the scene. Um, <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to fucking say. <laughs> um, there is a. There are violin players. There are horn. There's a horn section. There's a string section. Um, now one thing that there isn't is a percussion section. <laughs>
0: and you can very clearly hear symbols. <laughs> and I'm not so sure you can hear strings in that rendition. Of you can't. The national it's anthem. like, no, it is like very obviously,
1: very obviously just someone just put the national anthem in the movie, mixed it in and just did not pay attention to any of the instruments that were on Holy screen shit. at all i'm pretty sure i heard a tuba there was oh, no tuba. Shout out tubas shout out tubas N- no
0: <laughs> hey you motherfucker watch your mouth <laughs> what no like this there's no there's none of that at all oh no no there's trumpets they're playing trumpets there's definitely trumpets. terrible poet with terrible posture
1: yeah the the kids are none of them are real musicians they're all garbage um cameron boys he's getting paid to do his best yeah yeah no like that it's so stupid i saw it and i was like man like i live in a house with two other musicians there is no way if i would have watched that downstairs with them that like that would not have oh man it would have been a fucking running joke in this house for a (laughs) week no joke
0: oh man what a fucking mistake that was oh man that this movie all right let's let's decide here isn't that terrible is eagle eye that terrible
1: uh in the sense that like it has a 43 43 on metacritic sure
0: yeah it's not very good it's It's... not
1: good but if we yeah if we were judging it if we're judging it based so like sort like solely on the score
0: that are the metacritic mm, yeah i mean it's appropriate right yeah this falls in the echelon of like the middle-aged dad nap movie yeah for sure this is fucking play on tnt mid-afternoon while your dad's taking a snooze on the couch for sure he's got an
1: open bud light right on the like right on the <laughs> yeah. coffee table next to him he's out
0: yeah Not, and eagle eyes yeah. on the shia LaBeouf's yelling
1: yeah no and then zach walks up and he's like zach's like looking at the beer and he's looking at his dad and he takes a sip of the beer and then he he like gags and he's like no nah, nah. and Beer's Beer, beer's ooey. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, beer's fine. You're a man. I'm a boy. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You see, twelve year old Zach just walking up, beer in hand. What's up, Dad?
0: <laughs> I hate like, what the this. fuck are you doing? Oh, I hate this bit that we're doing now. <laughs> all right, that that's it. Yeah, that's fucking eagle eye. It's not very good. It's a, <laughs> you know, all, you know, also isn't very good. Uh huh. You know what's not very good, Morgan? What's not very good? The show? The Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> Did you shut the fuck <laughs> up? Dude, you know what's bad?
1: You know what's real bad? Hey, everybody. Uh, oh. Hey, everybody. You ever watch Chalk Zone? It's bad. Don't know. It's dumb. Rebecca Valentine calling you, <laughs> calling you out right now, bud. Chalk Zone, not a good show. You know what's really bad, Morgan?
0: What's, you know what's really bad? What's bad? Danny Phantom.
1: Danny Phantom, also not good. Danny Phantom sucks. Look,
0: Kim Koenig, come at me.
1: Look, Danny Phantom could have done it. Look, and I saw somebody in the replies to this tweet today. Now, if anybody, if anybody listening is, does not know the context behind this, it's fine. It doesn't actually matter. Uh, but for those of you who do now, I saw a reply in someone said, well, what are, what are your thoughts on tough puppy? So I figure I'll answer it here. Um, tough puppy is the worst show uh, Butch Hartman has ever done. Also, Butch Hartman, kind of a, a low tier uh, person,
0: apparently. Who fuck's tough puppy.
1: Bro, oh you don't God. remember? You don't remember Dude, the stupid fucking dog show?
0: Back. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was dumb. Shout out Planet Sheen. Shout out to Planet Sheen though. And fanboy and chum chum.
1: Shout out to Aaron Carter doing the theme song to the Jimmy Neutron movie.
0: <laughs> Aaron's party, come get it oh man all right you guys morgan hey where people find you um you find me
1: on twitter i don't recommend it my twitter handle is at Morgul. that's m-o-r-g-a-u-l i was named that until i was 17 because my parents didn't love me uh they zach, did not
0: know that till just now zach where can people
1: find <laughs> you Holy shit! There is no Twitter? further explanation behind Holy that. Fuck. Not on this episode of the podcast.
0: You can find me on Twitter at Y-R-O-K-A-Z underscore <laughs> N-W-O-R-B. You can find me right here on It's Not That Terrible. Um, I stream. I haven't in a very long time, but like I might do it sooner or later. You never know. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash Y-R-O-K-A-Z. Uh, next week, we're doing The Mummy. Not the Tom Cruise one. The Brandon mm-hmm. Fraser one. No, the good one. The, the, yeah, the good one. The Biconic mummy <laughs> the biconic mummy. <laughs> uh Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. uh Be good. Yeah. Hey, give us a. You know, go give us a. Go give oh, us a review yeah. on iTunes or something. Yeah. You tell know, us we suck. But give us five stars.
1: Yeah. And if you're a musician, you know, I'll pimp it. Go shop at Arkansas Music Works. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do that. Go buy some. Hey, if anybody needs some needs some Pokemon clip on tuners, oh, I was going to say that. Let me know. Let me know. You can add me on Twitter at Morgul. Uh, I, I'm going to have to follow you back, though, because I turned off public DMs because I, we just got look the podcast. We got too famous. We got too know, famous. Yeah, got too famous. Heads I was, got getting, too big. I was getting mad. I had so many people in my DMs wanting to date me
0: that I just I couldn't. I had to turn. Somebody it off. said I wasn't a simp and I could not believe it. You know, I had I had a message the other day
1: and someone asked me if I would take them out on a date. And I told them no. And I only, yeah. I told them I don't date fans of the show. <laughs> and they said they love the show, that they think that I'm easily the hottest one here. Oh, okay. All um, right. And your brother uh, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and I, told, I, I turned it down. So... um but yeah, if anybody wants fucking Pokemon fun tutors, let's end the
0: show, Zach. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Morgan. Bye. <laughs> go, go fast, eat ass. Morgan didn't say it, so I had to. No.